0: Hello everybody, my name's Darren, I write a blog, it's called A Demon's Voice, Uh, it's about movies and shit like that, you can find it at ademonsvoice.blogspot.com And I'm also on Twitter, at ademonsvoice, of which you should definitely follow me, because why the fuck not? How are you all? Hope you're well, you've had a good week, mine's been shit as usual. I saw my mum the other day, and she was a little bit late, uh, and she said that the reason she was a bit late was because the road that she usually drives down uh, was closed, but despite the road being closed and there being a sign saying road closed and there being workmen literally working and painting the road or something, she decided to drive down it anyway. And I said, oh, why did you decide to drive down it when there was clearly a road closed sign there? And she said, well, I thought about it for a second and excuse my French, but I thought, fuck it. And I said, mom, there are, there are so many ways you could have expressed that without swearing if you didn't want to. And she went, oh, no, no, don't worry. That's just my little expression. I, thought, oh, right. I didn't realize we had a family motto. Then I saw my friend Greg, and I noticed he had a particularly bad fly infestation in his flat. And I said, Greg, I think you've got a fly infestation over here. And he said, oh, okay, uh, don't worry, I'll go get the spider. I said, what do you mean you're going to get the fucking spider? And he went off to his bedroom, and he came back with a five-legged spider. And he unleashed it on the flies. I don't know how many times he sent this uh, spider into battle, but it's clearly not been winning. I actually came back the next day. And the flies were still there and the fly... The flies were still there and the spider had gone. So I presume those flies had fucking ganged up and picked the spider up and dropped him out the fucking window. I said to Greg, like, where did you get that, that five-legged spider from so quickly? You just waltzed off and got it. And he said, oh, it's okay. I've got a load of spiders in my bedroom just in case. Just in case. And I said, right, okay, so you've got flies in the kitchen. And to get rid of the flies, you've got spiders. How are you going to get rid of the spiders? He said, oh, well, I'm getting a cat next week. I said, okay, well, I can see this escalating, can't I? You get... Spiders to get rid of the flies, you're getting cats to get rid of the spiders. I guess you're going to get a dog to get rid of the cats and then... I mean, is this ending with you moving a Korean family in, Greg? Because that's not going to work, is it? And he said, oh, you know, fuck it. And I thought, oh, didn't know you knew my mum's little expression. Uh, He then told me about a film called Cuties and I said, what's Cuties? And he said, oh, it's this film that's supposed to be really noncy. And I said, why are you watching a film that's really noncy, Greg? And he said, oh, I just wanted to see, you know, what all the fuss was about. And I said, and what is all the fuss about? And he said, oh, it's not very noncy at all. I said, well, why do people think it's Nancy? He said it's got loads of kids doing sexy dancing in it. And I thought, okay, I'm going to have to research this because it's on Netflix. And I can't believe it's what he's saying it is, uh, your honor. So I watched it myself and I'm going to talk to you about it now. Enjoy. The slogan for Marmite is that you either love it or you hate it. Although, of course, that's not strictly true, is it? As with all things, the reality is that you either love it, or you hate it, or you don't really mind it. In fact, there is only one thing that I can think that you will either love or hate, and that is child pornography. I can imagine people being pretty ambivalent towards a food spread, but my guess with child porn is that people will rarely fanny about on the fence. I can't imagine people hating Marmite so much they'd be willing to burn down the house of somebody they knew that had bought some, Nor can I imagine somebody that would love Marmite so much they'd take the risk of having their balls chopped off in prison just to spread some on their fucking toast. Except maybe my friend Aaron who literally refers to it as a filth pot of joy. When you think about it, it's actually pretty weird that Marmite would brand itself with a slogan that literally only applies to child porn, although I do admire the boldness of their marketing team. I mention all of this solely because of the new film on Netflix, Cuties, which has recently received some significant amount of backlash as a result of its subject matter. Wisely, the film has swerved the controversial issue of Marmite, only to run head-on into an argument about its depiction of young children and the glamorisation of their sexualization. To lay my cards out on the table up front, I ironically feel the same way about Marmite as I do about child porn. Love it! Just kidding. I have never experienced either, although if you forced them both into my face, then I'd be surprised if I felt anything other than sick to my fucking stomach. Cuties is like if the sparkle motion stuff from Donnie Darko was adapted into a feature-length film in which all of the young girls were played by Joe Pesci from fucking Goodfellas. It's a look at the dynamics of a group of 11-year-old girls and how they have to act to get by in our world. It honestly fucking terrified me. When the main character Amy tries to join the group, they mock and for a at her as though they're tuffling her up for a tour of fucking Nam. In fact, the initiation process of this gang is so psychologically grueling that Amy may as well have been trying out for a place in the bloods of the fucking Crips. After eventually being accepted, the gang decide to enter a talent competition with a dance routine that they're basing off the videos they've seen on YouTube. Seems pretty reasonable so far, right? Especially as I can't even take a shit without checking a YouTube tutorial to make sure I'm doing it right these days. I'm not brownished I on my knees higher. The problem is that the videos that these girls are copying feature adults dancing in a pretty sexualized manner and it's really, really uncomfortable to see them trying it out for themselves. Which is obviously the point of the fucking film, by the way. The only people who might watch Cuties and think it's condoning the sexualization of these young girls are those that either fail to understand the context and nuance of its message or the paedophiles are already getting off to it. Watching the girls dance is meant to horrify you. If you watched the whole thing and came to the conclusion that film was endorsing the objectification of children, then I guess you have to ask yourself a pretty simple question. Was it because you were an idiot, or are you a paedophile? Amy is a lonely child surrounded by women that are completely trampled over in our male-dominated world. At one point, Amy hears her mother phoning people up, whilst having to pretend to be happy about the fact that her husband has decided to marry another wife. Who wants to be married to a man with multiple wives? And who the fuck would even want multiple wives? In one fell swoop, Amy has discovered that not only is her mother feeling downtrodden and sad, but also that her father is a fucking idiot. If I was Amy, then I'd probably look at the women dancing in these music videos as though they were fucking superheroes and try to copy them myself. But, not that I can dance of course. If I copied the women in these videos, then I'd look like a mime was recreating the moment he confused his dildo with a cattle prod after he'd started to fuck himself. But it seems perfectly feasible to me that the young girls like Amy might see the glamour of these people they're watching and begin to copy them as a way of escaping their own difficult lives. I mean, over here in Britain, all we have to see is a fucking kestrel before latching onto it as being our only chance of happiness, and even then it'll usually end up dead in a fucking bin. Am I, as an adult, aware of how little control these professional dancers have over their image? Of course. Am I also aware that they're designed to appeal to horny teen boys more than they are young girls in need of empowerment? Yes. But like punching a mirror because it made you feel fat, I don't think the cuties is the problem. If watching it made you feel uncomfortable or angry, then perhaps you should direct those feelings at the world we live in and not simply the film reflecting it. Yeah, take that, fatties. In some people's defence, I read that the marketing of the film was somewhat mishandled and did appear to emphasize the images of the young girls and the creepy dance moves that they'd practiced. Perhaps there's some legitimacy in being angry about that, although I didn't see it myself and I'm unsurprisingly not too keen to start searching for sexualized images of children to find out, you know, whether that's right. But as misjudged as the trailers or posters for the film might have been, I don't think we should take that out on the film either. I know of one person that heard about the controversy, and so put the film on and specifically only fast-forwarded to the dance scenes to see how terrible they were for themselves after having previously only seen the trailer. Now, not only is that the actual definition of confirmation bias, but it seems like a tragic example of how we all now live in a society that craves the sensation of outrage. Do we really have such low confidence that we have to reach for the moral high ground, regardless of any relevant facts, just to feel a small sense of superiority? What happened in the good old days of the 1980s in which you could just do a line of coke off your Wall Street desk before hiding yourself lovin' behind a massive mobile phone? Had my friend watched those scenes in context, they'd have seen a pretty decent coming-of-age film that told a story from the perspective of a character that cinema rarely ever caters for. But as it stands, admitting to only having fast-forwarded to the dancing to confirm how gross it was simply sounds like a bad excuse in fucking court. Beyond all of that, there's a scene in the movie in which the young girl is spotted to be having her first period, leading to a family member declaring that, you're a woman now. I appreciate these scenes as both the trope of the coming of age genre, and probably a thing that people actually do say in real life. Usually this scene is presented as being a profound moment in the young person's life, but I hate it because of how little I believe it. One single act won't change you into an adult, will it? And if so, then what's the male equivalent of becoming a man? Is it the day we get our first boner? The day we kill our first animal? Or is it the day we get our first boner after killing our first animal? I'm a vegetarian on the cusp of old age now that I've hit my early 30s, and so killing animals and achieving boners is just something I don't do anymore. Does that make me less of a man? Because if I'm ever sat down then I now have to express my alpha maleness by having my legs open so wide that you'd think I was about to birth one of the Easter Island heads out from the end of my fucking dick. I just don't think that we ever become adults at all, and if we do, it's over a period of time and not just after one monumental occasion, like a Pokemon being exposed to a fucking moonstone. Yesterday, I woke up at midday, watched cartoons for an hour, bought my first house, and then celebrated by getting stoned and playing Mario 64 until 4 in the morning. My god, that was such a good day. Does that make me an adult or not? If it helps with your answer, then I can confirm that for several years now, I have been fully pubic. If anything... I appreciated how this film depicted this you're an adult now scene as being both an example of how further pressure is being placed on the child and also the hypocrisy that even the adults in her life are attempting to adultize her so early. Of course, you could argue that even if this message of cuties perfectly justifies its controversial content, then that still doesn't change the fact that several very young actors were asked to perform in a way that the film itself is arguing that they shouldn't. But how the hell do you get around that? Andy Serkis and his ping pong gimp suit can only be in so many films, and I think it would be unreasonable to expect him to play all of the characters here. Also, from what I've read, the director fully explained to the cast about what was expected of them, and what idea the film was trying to convey from having them do it. They were never filmed in a leery way or from the perspective of a nonce, but from the point of view that the young girls would have had of their own actions. The characters aren't doing it to get laid or turn people on, but for popularity and for fun. Nor are they doing anything that a million young girls aren't doing anyway. It's just that these ones are doing it with a level of self-awareness and a child psychologist on set to monitor them at all times. In the wake of the film's backlash, these young girls have even gone on to be some of the more ardent defenders of what they've made. The reality is that Cuties has fallen victim to our outrage culture by inflaming the base emotions of a society that values having an opinion over knowing the facts. It's why we have Trump, Brexit and maskless cunts during a pandemic. I know that I've prejudged Marmite before having experienced it firsthand myself in the way that I'm telling you not to prejudge cuties before seeing it in all its context. But in my defense, Marmite does look like the devil is shat into a jam jar and I'm at least not calling for supermarkets that stock it to be closed down in the way that some plebs are calling for the cancellation of Netflix. Randomly, as a side, one of those people is... uh, I think it's like the mayor of Texas or some senator in Texas. And I looked him up and the guy that is the actual guy, the mayor in Texas, whatever he is, who is suing Netflix because of this movie. He used to be an actor, and he was that guy in School of Rock who flirts with Joan Cusack, and he wears, like, a weird shirt thing that is mostly sleeves and no, like, top bits, so he's got his stomach exposed. Like, how mad is that? That guy's gone from flirting with Joan Cusack in School of Rock to being a Mexican, a Texan senator or whatever who's suing Netflix because he doesn't like kids doing something that they shouldn't in a movie. Oh, But it was fine when they skipped school to go and perform at a rock concert, wasn't it, you hypocritical cunt? Anyway, thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time.